It's yeah, I can't read it. There's no there's no words on it. There's no words there to play us out. That is it for us today, and we will leave you with a... I can't do it. I don't know what. Whatever it is, it's not right on a teleprompter. I don't know what that is. I've never seen that. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll do it live. I can I'll write it and we'll do it live. And thing sucks.
Welcome back to Live from the Dining Room. That was Atlas with a song called At Least I'm Trying. Atlas, not a band no more. Nope. Uh, none of the bands that we're playing tonight are bands anymore, Jason. Happy Memorial Day. Yes. This is our uh, 99th episode of Live from the Dining Room. Yep. Um, you can catch members of Atlas uh, performing in this band named Control. I don't know if you've ever heard of them, Jay. I have. I'm actually going to be seeing them uh, this Saturday. June 4th at the Warren American Legion for Live from the Dining 100. Yes. Yeah. Um, some of the other members I'm also going to see eventually with the, some band called Comb the Desert. That's right. Yeah. Hey, you're a mouthpiece for them, aren't you? Yes, yes. I play the kazoo. Oh. Um, but Atlas is a member, was, uh, is Mike Belvedudo, Michelle Belvedudo, Justin Sherwood, and Kellen Addison. Um, cut that band in half. You have control and add two other people. And then the other half is in my band, Comb the Desert, which uh-huh. is, uh, which Jay, have you even seen us live? Of course I have. You have? Yes. Did you find anything? Nope. No? <laughs> we have a very special guest today. We have uh, Bob Macon in the building. Bob, welcome. Thanks, guys, for having me. It's, um, it's been a long time coming. Um, Bob is a... Uh, he's, he's, been, he's been called many things. He's, he's been called a, a watchdog journalist. I, I saw that. It's, very, it's a very uh, prestigious um, name to have, uh, a label to be put on, but uh, you've... You've been writing for many, many different places over the years, um, most notably Making Waves mm-hmm. uh, of MyCentralJersey.com, um, just paying uh, paying back to the community of live music and pretty much anything that's going on that's interesting. You seem to be the, the guy that's covering it, so I oh, appreciate thank you, that. Man. Cool. Uh, we brought Bob in this week because over the past nearly two years, Either we never got into a good background in life in the dining room, or we never really talked about ourselves much. No. So, plan is we're gonna. I talk about myself all the time. That's, that's true. You do. We're gonna we're gonna open up the old rib cage, spill the guts. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah, that's the plan. Yeah. But uh, man, look at all these corpses that we have on the playlist today. It's yeah. <laughs> Some of them I I, I I I play to myself often. Yeah. Other ones not so much. No. So it'll be nice to get a nice little refresh. But uh, let's, let's let's learn a little bit about Bob. Bob, uh, do you play? Do you play music? Oh, I've, I've played music on and off over the years, yeah. uh, but mainly I've been writing about music uh, for most of the time. I started writing about the New Jersey music scene in 1980 for the Asbury Park Press, wow. and uh, then of course went on to the Aquarian and Gannett, and uh, very thankful that my uh, Making Waves column was brought back earlier this year. Uh, after uh, 10 years of, of not writing it. So we're in the 18th year of that, you know, covering the local music scene as uh, closely as we can, and it's a real joy. Wow. And we all appreciate it. Heck yeah. Oh. I couldn't even imagine. Um, I've been, we've been doing this for almost almost two years, yeah. and we're exhausted. We're, we're just really <laughs> tired. <laughs> and, uh, and to say you've been doing Making Waves for 18 years and, and just writing about local music for since eight years before I was even a thought <laughs> uh, that's um you gotta pace yourself I, I tip my hat to you <laughs> yeah pay, we don't really pace ourselves too much no we run at a full speed yep yeah. Jay lets me burn out um when I talk too much instead of just cutting my mic and I appreciate that we, oh for sure we like to do a nice uh, unedited um no filter uh zero mystique uh style of audio journalism cool <clears throat> And uh, it's a lot of fun. Well, you want me to fire up some questions for you? Uh, do you want to do that now, or do you want to want to just play some tunes, then then let everyone dig into us? 
Let's do that. Yeah, let's. We're, we're gonna go to a few songs, and when we come back, back, we're gonna spill it all, everything. All right. So this is uh, gonna be a song called "17" by Nag Hammadi. This is really? a band I. Oh s- yeah, this is a band I used to go see in like 2004. They put out. A, they put this out in um, 2011. I didn't know about it till last week. <laughs> so pleasantly surprised. All right. So this is Nag Hammadi with a song called "17."
electrocuted and burned. Oh, really? And every morning I wake up without a scratch on me, not a dent in the fender. I am an immortal. And welcome back to Live from the Dining Room. That was Not the Bees, but a song called We're Doing the Best We Can off the Sammy Hagar eating dinner at his mom's house. <laughs> Those guys are the best. Yes. I miss them so much. And um, Joe Alaka will be receiving, of Not the Bees, will be receiving his, um, his Dining Room Memorial hoodie that he left here. Uh, February 15, it's yeah, been here it's, since. It's been a long time. Was that the Memorial episode? No, that was in February. Oh, that right. was right before John. Moved. I'm the worst. But uh, Not the Bees consisted of Joe Alaco, John Barnes, Rob Carducci, and Mike Pushkin. And uh, we, we wish them all the best of luck. And Rob, I, I've been seeing you uh, posting some videos of you strumming the guitar. And as a man who grew up listening to you play and doing all that crazy finger tapping stuff, I would really appreciate it if you started up a new project. Also, Just a request. Also featuring Rob Carducci. Communication Red Light with a song called Intent Precedes Content. Content. Wow. That's right. Off the Jerked Up demo. Another uh, one I miss, I miss dearly. Communication yep. Red Light. Communication Red Light. Oh, you can catch um, other members of, of that band, such as Tommy Gunn, playing uh, solo all over the place. You can catch uh, Brad Little, the drummer, in a, in a band we call Voider. Um, it was just the heaviest thing you've ever heard in your life. And like I said before, Rob Carducci, as well as Frank Glickus and... Parker, the artist formerly known as Parker. Hope you guys are doing well. I hope to hear some music from you in the near future. And of course, before that, Nod Commodity with a song called 17. Live on a Monday night. Uh, today is, um, I swear to God, it is uh, May 30th. You should never swear to God. All right. Um, we are here with Bob Macon, and he's about to start digging into us, and we're looking forward to it. All right, guys, so uh, tell me, um, whose dining room are we in right now? We are in my mother's dining room. The peg. That's Jason's mom. Yep. Yes. So how cool a mom is she to turn her dining room into a radio station? All right. Uh, so the long answer, or well, the short answer I'll say, is uh, this room was only used as a dining room ten times. I lived here forever, and I've only used it as a dining room for ten, about ten times. Yeah. Do you still live here? Yeah. Cool. I'm still peg, here. Peg hasn't yelled at us since flip phones. Good point. It's true. That's a that's a good sound logic. And to be fair, she kind of digs it. She likes this. Yeah, and she makes sure Jay's up on time to um <clears throat> for the guests. Like sometimes Jay'll come home and he'll he'll pass out because he has a, um a, a narcolepsy day job <laughs> day job whatever you want to call it math. But yeah, she um <clears throat> she wakes him up. She um likes to make sure that everything is is done correctly here. She's like, if you guys are gonna use all my electricity and bandwidth. From broadcasting out of the home, you better do it right. Right. Awesome. And as you can see, it's I mean, not everyone can see, but everyone in the room can see. I went a little overkill with it. <laughs> it's really amazing. Thank you. <laughs> Very cool, Mom. Now, how do you guys know each other? What brought you together? Uh, Joe and I, we went to middle school together. We didn't know each other then. Hmm. Then in high school, where we didn't get along. Uh, I asked, Jay thought I hated him. I asked Joe to sing for my band, and he... Uh, Apparently I said no. He declined. Um, I had no idea. Jay was really greasy. He wore big pants. True. And uh, and, I, and I was... um, Man, I was busy just being, I don't know, an idiot. But I, how did... I don't know, roughly about 14 years of you know each other, though. Yeah, I think I, think I after like a, a friend's a party when we were younger, they used to throw parties at this warehouse in Carteret. Yeah. Um, you just... Just nothing but 18 wheelers and chickens. True. And um, 
I used to get really crazy, and one night I I I died here. I drank like half a half a handle of vodka as a, like a fourteen year old, and I uh, and I I died here. And I woke up the next day in the basement, and they had taken care of me. Yep. Um, and then ever since then, man, I'm just, I've been trying to get Jay to do a live podcast for a long time. So excellent. So basically, vodka brought you together. Yes, vodka, vodka and, and, and um, caring uh, for a human's life. Uh, <laughs> guar. Guar. Guar, a little bit of guar. Guar and vodka and a little bit of TLC. Yes. Yep. Now, uh, what what is your, I guess your radio background is pretty much the show, or had you, each of you worked in radio before? And what is your musical background? Hmm. Um, I've done, uh, me by myself, I did two podcasts before this, and they both failed. Because it was, it, content's weird. I mean, you, you tell jokes with your friends. Your friends think it's funny. No one else listens. It wasn't live. It wasn't <laughs> live. It went, and editing is a big issue. Yeah, they... So when we started doing this, we, we swore that it would be live. We don't have to edit. Anything we say is there's no safety net. Everything goes out in the air, and we broadcast it and record it and podcast it later. Excellent. And how about your musical backgrounds? What are you, well, me and Jay were in a band together. We were in a band, yeah. I, I kind of haven't played anything in yeah. about 10 years i'm glad i'm glad that was like right before the internet really blew up where everybody knew everything about everything right, right. and uh luckily uh, there's not too much um <laughs> evidence of it but we were in a band together uh we were named last surrender yes uh, named after a roddy piper film of course someday we'll play it on here yeah one day one day but and Joe, you're still in a band, and you have a solo act too, right? Yeah, I play uh, mainly solo, and um, my other band does like one show a month or so. They're uh, they're all my drummer's a she's like a mogul. She's like an entrepreneur, owns a bunch of businesses, and uh, the, the rest of them are hardworking individuals. And I'm very busy, so we try to get a show a month or so. This past month, we played like way too many, flooded it. But uh, we're in a band called Coma Desert. Um, we out of Rockaway, New Jersey. We practice at Backroom Studios, we record all our stuff there, record a demo with uh, Jonathan Maisto of, uh, of Backroom and of Will Wood and the Tapeworms, great guy, great rates, you guys want to get anything done, go to Backroom and rock away, Excellent. and yeah, solo stuff I've been doing, I've pretty much been touring New Jersey for 10 years. <laughs> Excellent, and Jason, you're pretty much not in a band anymore. Nah, I don't really have any creative drive to make music, plus I mean, I don't want to it's already a competitive enough scene as it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to just force myself to do to, to write music that isn't that great and compete with everybody else. Right. Learn how to play the lute. The lute. So he's the Greek festival. Um, now, you know, why do you want to support your fellow artists with from the dining room? What uh, what void do you think the show fills, and and what impact do you think? that has had on the New Jersey music scene. You could start this one. I, I jumped on board after you already thought of it. Oh, I mean, I, f- I feel like, um, I feel like it, it bridged, it bridged the gap. It bridged the, it connected the, the webs a little bit, at least between a couple of the scenes that we saw around here and a couple of the, um, just from town to town, just tiny little scenes that uh, groups of people that didn't know about each other and, it was more or less more of a way for musicians to find other musicians that were doing what they were doing, and and because uh, that's the main that's what I've noticed really. There's there's less people that are running around just 
going to shows that don't play music. It's mainly just a gigantic community. Everybody's so creative um, in this area mm. that it's it's hard to find somebody who doesn't have their, their hand in a bunch of different pots. So we figured it would just be one of just another um, way of uh, people getting to see the vast amount of talent that is in this place. I mean, every day, every every week when I'm... I'm searching the internet for more bands or bands are sending me stuff I'm like I had no idea these guys are from two towns over oh they're from right over there and I'm just, where are they, where are they coming from yeah it's incredible it's a lot of bands I have uh, I had tried to uh, review three records a week in making waves and uh, you know it's it's just not enough time to do it <laughs> and doing only one a week which you know that's what I have the time to do there's there are more than there's more than one local record coming out a week, and that's pretty amazing. And I mean, a lot of that has to do with you know what we have here, with you know your ability to have this studio. It's the same kind of technology, digital technology. Yes, but the, the digital vomit. At the same time, there's more than three good records coming out a week. Oh, but yeah, there's, sure. There's, I should clarify. There's three. There's three, at least three good records coming out a week out of uh, New Jersey, which is pretty amazing. And sometimes you just have to dig a little bit, and, and you'll find them. Yeah. I don't have to dig. <laughs> no. But, you know, yeah. I Barely. mean, the music fan would have to, if the music fan is willing to dig, there's yeah. a gold mine, you know. I mean, of course you know. So, uh, in the past two years, have either of you missed an episode to go on vacation or because you were sick? I have. Uh, I have one missed. You one missed one? Missed. I missed one. I was stuck at work. You got stuck at work. I missed one. I went on vacation. I missed two. You missed a... Yeah, yeah you got a show and then you... three. And you went on vacation. Yeah, I went to the, went to the Virgin Islands on an occasion. And then I, I missed a show to play at the St. Nasbury. And, uh... For, for the most part... It's about it. Every Monday. 99 weeks. But why do you think you have so much dedication to it? I have, I'm not dedicated to anything more than this. This is number one priority it's totally self it's totally selfish it's the most selfish self, yeah it's totally selfish is as selfless self. as it seems we get our own personal concert and and interview with with our favorite artists and we get to sit down with them for an unreasonably long amount of time we just lock the door and uh you get to we don't really ask them a lot of questions about who what where when and why it's it's more like we just sit there and and, and spin songs that we like and, and talk to them and they, they slowly come out of their shell after an hour and they, they lose the, the fear of, of, of it broadcasting live and they forget and they become a, the person that they are and I, I feel like it's a really good um, way of meeting these artists who have so much mystique behind them and trying to take down that veil a little bit. I have one more question for you and then it'll probably be a good, good time to take a break. How many weekly listeners do you have, and how has that number grown since episode 25 and episode 50? Uh, it's a loaded question. Let's see. Uh, within the f- <laughs> a million. As of right now, uh, every podcast we post within the first week has within two to 500 downloads, and that number goes up from there depending on the f- relevancy or whatever it may be. Uh, Fluctuation's weird. There's there's never been a scale. Sometimes it, it it'll just drop off a little while. Maybe people lose interest or, or move on to something else. Football or, season, or, right? Or, or just and then it just picks up out of nowhere at the same time. So it, it it does fluctuate. But I mean, normally 
Most of our episodes have at least 800 downloads, somewhere around there. How many did you have this time last year? Oof, that's a good question. I have to pull data for that, but... Um, we have a lot of listeners in like Argentina, yeah, <laughs> like, cool. Australia, we, and you could check it all. It's it's amazing. You could look at it, like uh, where all these people are listening from. Actually, there's more more listeners in California than there are in in, uh, in the tri-state area. It looks uh, New really. York, New yeah. York. There's a lot. Yeah, well, that makes sense. But for whatever just... reason, in the states, it's New Jersey, California, New York, Pennsylvania. Yeah, mm. and and considering we do it every week, um, and Jay's super busy, and I got band and the, the other thing and and you know family and friends and whatnot and we pretty much just dive in we get here for an hour of pre-production or maybe a little bit on sunday and we just do the show we don't we don't want to flood the internet too much with it we don't want it to be in front of everybody's face all the time so we don't do too much you know promotion for the for for it we kind of like it to be like a little easter egg for people yeah. that are just stumble oh i've never oh man let me look at the um, the the featured artist playlist on oh god look at all these people I know these guys or I used to be in a band with this one. I didn't even know that they played right. so we it's more or less just something that happens every week it's just a reaction and as far as the the plays and how much um, how much how many listeners there are I mean the live listenership fluctuates with the times of the year and then the how how much it's promoted you get a lot of people that listen on their on their on their way to work and we've had a lot of people who are having trouble. And it's taken a while for us to find the right ways to put it out so that people can easily listen or they can scroll on their phone without it, without it, you know, uh, without it, the music stopping right. and just, we changed things up a little bit to make it easier. And, um, and it's, it's up and down, but for the most part, it's, it's kind of steady. Like you'll get from an episode way back, you'd be like, wow, this one blasted up like 200 listens like overnight. Yeah. Or we've had people that never played music before in their life and this is their first recording they've ever they've ever done. They've ever uh, built up enough um, songs to come and record and we've done it and their episodes will have like, you know, the most sometimes. Wow. It's the footwork that the artist puts in and how much they want to go, hey guys, this is what I did or how many, sh you know, how much people share the things. Um, so it's not necessarily about clicks and likes but it's about you know sharing it saying this is this is what it is i like what you said earlier about it just being an easter egg we absolutely our promotion is so strange we, we don't want to force it down people's throat let people know it's there and then leave it alone they find it that's great it's i mean it, it's two to three hours a week you know it's a lot to, to, to try to force everybody to listen to but we i mean we have listeners enough to keep doing it anyway i think the fact that you're a musician and that you play with a lot of uh artists that kind of get the word out probably adds to your listenership oh definitely I mean every every week that we have somebody in you know they we ask the artist to bring <clears throat> music of their friends or th people that we don't know so it's, it's just every single time it's just this it's more of a web it's just so you know when when you don't have too many listeners it's important to not get down and, and lose that because the next week you'll have twice as many right, yeah. it's awesome keep trudging yeah, yeah, it's and we've been doing that pretty good. Yeah. So what are we gonna listen to next? Next up, we got Poor the Pirate Cherry with a song called "Cars Gone" off the Miners Highs EP. Um, Poor the Pirate Cherry hasn't been a band for about a little over a year. Yeah, I'd say maybe more. Um, Jarrett Quintana, uh, the frontman of Poor the Pirate Cherry. Uh, he last I checked with him, he was 
he was writing a solo album and it was sounding really good. He sent me a little tidbit. But, Excellent. Um, the band also consisted of Christopher Osborne and Paul Beyer, um, who you may know from Reese Van Riper. So he's still doing some stuff and I haven't seen Jarrett. Jarrett, hope to see you soon. This one's for you, man. Yeah, we haven't had him in here. He was in here in like December 14th, so yeah. it'd be cool to have him back in here. Absolutely. But yeah, so this is Pour the Pirate Sherry with a song called Cars Gone.
Welcome back. You're checking out live from the dining room, episode 99, broadcasting live from diningroomradio.net. That was Where's the Last Good Song Called? Oh, Jesus Christ, I'll never pronounce that, Joe. Help me out. Particles. Oh. There's an A at the end of it. I don't know why. Oh, is that what threw me off? Yep. Yeah, one. Particles. No, it says particles, Jay. Hmm. <laughs> well, what you do? Man, Where's the Last Guy hasn't been a band in a long time. Uh, I found that on, we found that on their Pure Volume page. Yes, yes we did. Uh, Where's Alaska um, was curated by Mr. Brian Thomas Baxter, who's in Germany, becoming a brewmeister. Good on him. Doing things. Uh, you can also, you can check out more of his music. Um, Baxter, he was, in a, he was in a little act by the name of Mazzy and Baxter. They, they were in the dining room there. What are Fifth episode. Fifth episode. Wow. Yeah. And they, they they were fantastic. They really um, lit a fire under us to uh, to get better quality everything. Yeah. <laughs> because they sounded so good. And uh, before that was Dino Velvet, um, another band who hasn't been around in a while. That's uh, John A. Saccone, who was in, in here a couple weeks ago, um, accompanied by Brian Rothenbeck, who was our first performer ever, back when he played drums. Ooh. And uh, Christopher Shan, who's in Delcy now. Yep. With uh, a bunch of throwbacks, um, you can catch you can catch Brian Rothenbeck and Johnny Sacone on live in the dining room 100th June 4th at the Warren American Legion. Yep, Brian will be playing drums with Snow Lotion, yep. and Johnny Sacone with his wife Melody will be uh, slinging art. Can yep. I say that and not be insulting? You can say that. Cool. And before that was pour the pirate sherry. Oh man, yeah, that show's gonna be great, Jay. We got low light. The Vaughn's Control Man Dancing just got thrown onto the list there. Nice. Uh, Snow Lotion's second show. Uh, and Matthew Logie, who's also going to be do- helping us with sound. He does the, uh, he's been doing the punk rock barbecues over there the past few years and recording everything. So hopefully we're in good hands. Um, artists will include Abby Darlin of Fear of Bears, John and Melody Saccone, Jennifer Sorensen of Fine Art and Embroidery, Dan Ridner um, with his newfound love for watercolor and uh, it's five dollars yeah. all ages all ages all that money that we're collecting at the door is just going directly to the bands yep no profit for us yep we're gonna have some hot dogs and some burgers if you're if you're into like weird stuff you want some like tofu burgers bring it yourself um, <laughs> we'll cook it for you but yeah we might have some you know we might have maybe somebody's mom will make something nice like a like a salad my mom the peg's gonna make something mm-hmm Saint on Earth. Andy might make some uh, some mac and cheese, maybe. Robert, we got, yes. we got chefs in the house, so <clears throat> yeah, we're here with Bob Bacon. But who's DJ Friendly Ghost? DJ Friendly Ghost is our is Mark of Secret Photos. Um, he's he's just a he doesn't have too much stuff online under that name. I don't think anything. I think he does just more events. Yeah, he he, he could throw a dance party. Oh nice. yes, we're, we're holding him back a little bit. We're like, hey man, I want you to play this. Play yeah, this, play this Anna Lee song. It's, like, it's almost like a wedding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, he's helping us out big time though, keeping the people entertained while we're talking to bands. Yeah, he's setting up and everything. He's all about it. He's another great person that we met through this through this show, and um, just one of the many. Excellent. Now, let me ask you guys, how do you find your tracks, and how do you find your live artists? Ooh, lots and lots of digging. I mean, sometimes we'll, we'll throw our email address up on a, on a message board or something, and we'll get flooded with music and go do that. But I spend hours at work just digging through Bandcamp, suggestions, you know, things like that. And 
I mean, we're up to, I mean, what, what is our total right now? Uh, 11.5 days worth of music that have just, either we've been gathered or has been sent to us. Not to mention we had a, we had the crash of 2014. Yeah. I think like six months in the computer lost. crashed. We lost like stuff. a lot. We lost a lot of stuff that we, that we haven't gotten back, but. Are these all Jersey acts or? Mostly. There's, there's some, um. Uh, frequenters of the area. Yeah, um, out of towners that pass through here a lot, like uh, Bent Knee. Um, who's the band from Chicago? Almost people. Almost people. Yeah, it's just people. Any band that that is Doctor Abernathy from Australia. Yeah. Um, oh. Daniel Amade from New Orleans. Yeah, anyone that's willing to pass through the area pretty regularly. I mean, we're we're um, last week. I was going to say later tonight because it's live. Uh, last week we played a, a song from uh, Spouter from Georgia because they're going to be playing. In Trenton, or they played in Trenton last Wednesday. Yes, <laughs> the timelines throw me off. Sorry, <laughs> time, dude. You got to take it easy with the time travel. I know. And how about the live artists? Like, what, how do you? Same um, thing. You just... Same thing. We reach out to people. Sometimes people reach out to us and kind of. Yeah, I I frequent. I play all the time. Uh, Jay's always at shows. Constantly. Yeah. Um, so and I I go to a lot of the open mics. Um, whether it be at the Court Tavern in New Brunswick or. Or at um, the Scout Pub in New Brunswick, I, I like to double up on them sometimes. When I don't have practice, I'll go. I'll hit up. I'll go say hi to Brittany, and then I'll go say what's up to, to uh, Caroline. I'll be like, I'll be like, come on, who's the good act? What do you got? And then I, you know, and then I stick around and listen to them, and I'll just, I'll be like, hey, um, I do this thing. You wanna, you wanna come by and get weird? And they're like, yeah. What's fun for me is I don't have to do that anymore. Often, other people will say he does this thing, uh, and I'm approached right. that way, which is. Mm-hmm. Introduction. Much better. Or for me, anyway. Yeah. I'm a shapeshifter, so people don't recognize me ever, so I like to... Yeah. It's interesting, because looking at your playlist versus looking at some of the live acts that you have up on the website, it seems like, well, obviously, because of the constraints and confines of the studio, you're, you're mainly presenting, a, you're, you are presenting acoustic music live but your playlist is uh, much more eclectic I, I would say you know it's largely just based on this one that you're playing today it's right. largely indie rock yeah yeah oh, indie yeah. rock old 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 uh pop punk bands that we we're buddies with or or it's, man what do we, we got we got dog pound on here we got from yeah. brian books that was his band from like 20 years ago so i uh, yeah just uh, we get nostalgic sometimes this this uh playlist particularly um is, is more nostalgia driven but sometimes I mean we had Paul Allen in from Hell Mary and, and a ton of other uh, hardcore bands over the years and he pretty much we played I think we played like 50 songs they're all a minute long but you know we stuck <laughs> we stuck to the hardcore um, to the hardcore theme and if we try to um, cater to what the artist is like and what they bring and we, we try to make it cohesive but sometimes we'll be all over the map we absolutely bounce around because it's more than just indie rock I mean Trenton has a great hip hop scene that it's it, a lot of times mixed with punk shows which is you think strange but it's really a lot of fun uh, some of the guys down there we play them you know so we, we, we keep it wide open I mean anything that we notice anyway we're around to see or hear about we're willing to play anything local, anyway. I mean, we play, we play our buddies. We we get a little, we get clicky sometimes. We look back, we look back, and we're like, wow, we played, we played this band seven weeks in a row. And, you know, yeah. we get on kicks, but for the most part, we, um, I'll download three or four or five new acts that I've never heard and play them. 
Who are those acts that you like to play a lot? Ooh, uh, Low Light for sure. Low Light, Annalee. Annalee for sure. Uh, Trenton. A long time was Kachabacha. Kachabacha. Um, one of our one of our first guests. Molly Rhythm from Trenton. I Swan. On the Water from Philly. Yeah, I'm on a huge kick. Yeah. Uh, we didn't we get into kicks, and we just keep flooding it. But uh, I'd say one of our most our most played is like Annalee. Annalee and Rothenbeck. Yeah. Yeah, and books. Okay. So all up there. What artists haven't you had yet that you're looking forward to working with? The Vaughns. The Vons. Absolutely the Vaughns. I'm so happy that they're going to be on the show. I mean, I want to get them in here to do something stripped down if they're into it, but it's, sometimes it's hard to break down uh, that full of the sound. I mean, I'm sure they could do it. They're incredibly talented. Yeah. Um, but hopefully at some point we can just get them in here to st- even just hang out and listen to music. Yeah. We, mm. give, we give the full bands the option of, of trying to play a unique stripped down set or... Or just hang out and spin the hits. Excellent. And also um, Molly Rhythm, which we're going, we're gonna have in like July. Yes, so that'll be cool for me. So what's next on the playlist? Coming up next, we have Dog Pound. Uh, this was was this Books and Jefferson, Brian? Yes, this is Brian Books and Jefferson Campbell. Uh, this is a song called "Do What I Want."
Welcome back to Live from the Dining Room. That was Go Falcon. Wasn't that exhilarating? Oh, Go Falcon. Is a song called. We're probably going to lose the house. Yeah. There's a whole lot of <laughs> words in there that we're going to avoid. Yeah. Um, yeah, we had, we had to change the name of that one. Yeah. And considering that song actually never came out, uh, you, this is the only place you can hear it. So, uh, yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> Surprise. Happy Memorial Day. Yes. Uh, that Before that was Dog Pound, once again. Oh, Go Falcon, man! I have to, I have to say. Oh yeah, they're all yeah, they're very. Uh, Go Falcon was they're a gem. Yeah. Uh, members of that band include uh, my good friend Sean Collins, who uh, I grew up listening to in a band called New Life, right. which we were all really into when we were kids. So he's, you're a big part of it, Sean. You got to get back out there and start playing. You need to just leave FedEx immediately. <laughs> uh, Matt Scott, who's in Delcy right now as well as Chris Shan, who's also in Delcy, and Ed Solomon, who I don't even know what, what you're doing, Ed. What are you doing? I don't, yeah, I don't know and, what Ed's up to. And Anthony Irasi of <clears throat> The Scandals. Um, so that was that was just a powerhouse of a band that were very um, very free-flying and off-the-cuff and every, everything they did and is such a tragedy that they never released that album. But we have them. We have the songs. We'll play them here. We'll release it. <laughs> Slowly. <laughs> we're on it. Yep. We're here with Bob Macon. Um, Making waves. Celebrating 99 episodes of this. Getting real. Getting real. Getting real. Getting ready for for the 100 at uh, Warren American Legion this Saturday, June 4th. Bob, how many how many words do you think you have published in your lifetime? Oh, I don't know. You had to put a number Millions on upon millions. Millions of words. Yeah. Just as many as you could speak, probably. I Yeah, it's it's been a long, long time. <laughs> Um, well, let me ask you guys uh, a little bit about your history. Um, initially, there were three of you involved in from the dining room. Is Shannon Dillon still involved? Well, Shannon left a while ago. Yeah, Shannon uh, went to St. John in the U.S. Virgin Islands, which was kind of her plan for yeah. the, as long as I've known her, I think. Yeah, long-time dream. She threw a, a great shows under the uh, name Doll Eyes Production. Uh, she used to team up with Andy Diamond. They would do um, they would do Diamond Doll Eye productions. It was, it was it was a great time in the music scene. She really had a way of bringing everybody together and um, and and getting everybody drunk. <laughs> was That's she a Jimmy sure. Buffett fan? <laughs> was she? Uh, she uh, she likes Margaritaville. <laughs> cool. But uh, yeah, she was a big part of it, and uh, part of the reason part uh, she probably got Jay to uh, to to start going to shows again and. Because well, I was trying to get Jay on board, and but I had to kind of go through Shannon to get Jay on board. We I, we 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 tag teamed. We were like we got. I think it was New Year's. It was New Year's. Yes. It was New Year's two thousand and fourteen. Yeah, we didn't do anything until May. Once I got I got laid off and I had unemployment. I had free time, and that was always. I guess New Year's was the time we started talking about it. May was when we started putting it together. Right. In July, we had our first show and haven't stopped since. All right. Awesome. No, but she was a big part of it, and um, I'm sure she'll she'll be booking some shows eventually. She gets her uh, feet dug into the sand over there. Probably put some shows on out there. Yeah. Uh, will she be involved in the hundredth episode at all, or no? I I doubt it. I mean, I talked to her last week, honestly, and it never came up. Yeah. So it's her it's her birthday that week, so she probably she's probably going to be uh, in Margaritaville. I'm going to try to Skype her or something, maybe get a recorded phone call. I don't know. Cool. Now, comment on how dining room from the dining room is both an online radio show and a podcast. 
Okay, good. I'm actually glad this is coming up. Uh, I was going to make a YouTube video explaining this. So how this works is Mondays at 8 p.m. broadcasting from our website, diningroomradio.net. Um, we will abs- we, we put a live feed up. So everything that you're hearing is happening and we're broadcasting it live. It's totally, And it's on a few apps and everything, so you can listen. Two-second delay, maybe. Yeah, maybe two-second delay. Not Nothing that we can control if we, if we say any, any words with any of those. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, but it's broadcast live, and then probably about an hour after we end, we take the recording of that and post it to iTunes yep. and a few other servers for the podcast. Links Jay links up every band that was on there. Um, he it, he tags all the bands, and they inst- it instantly goes to all their pages, and it's up to them whether or not they want to post it to their page and share it. And um, when we first started this, I didn't even want to say it was a podcast. I didn't want to say it was an internet radio show with archives. Yeah. I mean, you can go but to... It, it is. It's it's both. You can go anywhere. Uh, I, I use the iTunes, the free podcast app, and it's cool because you download it. I mean, I have a data plan, so I download my music. Uh, I download the podcast when I'm in a Wi-Fi area, so I'm not using that data. And then I hop in my car. If I have a long drive, I have three hours of radio of you know bands that I love, and uh and you tap on the screen, and you get a full list of, of all the bands that were played. So it's pretty insightful, and we're working on working on getting it a little, making it a little better, so we can eventually, hopefully, start doing uh, longer broadcasts where we don't necessarily have podcast to... everything. It's more of a live thing that happens throughout a longer period of the day. Long term plan. By long term, <laughs> I mean hopefully within the next six months is having a full twenty four hour music station online. So anything from our library we'll just be playing constantly and then hopefully maybe even adding other shows so to just make a whole network out of it that would be cool what do you think of the the tough expensive regulations that have driven many online radio stations such as say like blow up radio or asbury music either to reform or force them off the air completely uh i mean i i'm a first amendment guy so i i (laughs) I, I feel like just say what you want to be creative. Um, we don't have anyone to answer to. We are totally independent. Um, so everything we're doing, it's we're the boss. So it's, un- it's unlikely we'll be forced off the air. Um, I, 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 the only thing I could say is continue doing things more DIY. Yep. I mean, unless unless uh, somebody really, really has a problem with free thought, um, they, I don't think we'll have too much on us. I mean... I mean, infringement. Maybe a little bit some places, but not. <laughs> I, Good luck I, finding it. We looked into it for a lo- for months before we started, and we were like, "What can we do? What can we get away with? What can we say? Who can we play?" And pretty much everybody we talked to, we're like, "If you get a cease and desist from, you know, some higher up, uh, cease and desist. Right. <laughs> Don't do what you were doing, and continue to keep it uh, local." But I mean, even so, um. We've, we haven't had a single band ask us to not play their music. Most of the bands we ask, but most of them send us their stuff. So, And even ones that we just come across and just play, everyone seems pretty grateful for it. So, And any way that we could, in the future, um, try to make it so that it is kind of intertwined with the BMIs and ASCAPs of the, of the industry and maybe get them on, you know, so that it's noted that their music's being played on here so they can get their kickback, that'd be great. But at the expense of... Um, the show having to do a, a total 180, and I don't think so. Yeah. Keep it guerrilla radio style a little right. bit. 
Any, uh, you mentioned that you want to expand to 24 hours with different shows. Any uh, plans, uh, we, you know, in the, that uh, sounds like a, 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 uh, a plan that's, you know, close within reach and in the near future, but in the distance future, do you think you might expand to a zine or a blog or even a record label? That would be cool. Never thought of it, though. Never even crossed my mind about it. I mean, as of right now, until I, until I find a, uh, a, a way to make some kind of income and, and not necessarily do this, but have an income and have some time to do this, because right now we're kind of stretched in with everything. Yeah. But, I, yeah, I would absolutely love that. that. That's never even crossed my mind. People have said it, but I don't know. Yeah, we've, we've steered clear, clear from merchandise anything that would bring in any money we've had we've had some people randomly you know get emails hey uh, advertising and yada yada and we're just like mm, well, yeah and once again we don't we haven't had the time to even really digest it um so and we, that's another thing we don't want anyone else making money off our backs and all these other artists backs right because i mean that ain't cool is what it comes down to that's <laughs> I think, right yeah it's just it's it started it started just that we were tired of going to shows and hearing these amazing bands and nobody being there so we were like we need to we need to tell these people where it is and even if it's two or three extra people that are going because of us then that's that's everything that's excellent now what are what are all the different ways that uh, listeners can check out from the dining room uh all right so diningroomradio.net is our website it's got all. It's got the most recent episode posted right on the front page, and right under that, you can click information for more episodes. Um, iTunes is. This is not on every device, but iTunes Stitch, has it all. Yeah, Stitcher, Stitcher, iOS podcast app, Podbean, which is our server. Mm-hmm. Um, TuneIn Radio. There's a lot. Of, a lot of apps. But for whatever reason, uh, if you if you have an RSS feed, a podcast app will just pick it up. So, any podcast app that you may have on your phone to search for live from the dining room it's probably on there yeah the more the more you broadcast the more these random podcast generators just grab on your stuff and spit it back out to the world also long term hopefully we'll have an app that everything will be right on live streaming right there and then our archived episodes artist tags everything that's hopefully within a uh, I'll say 18 months. 18 months? <laughs> so you recommend that folks get an RSS feed so they can pick up the show a little easier on, yeah. their, on their mobile devices. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. If any, any podcast app you have, uh, you can subscribe. Everything has a subscribe button. And then once a new episode is available, it'll download automatically if those are your settings. And then we'll be in your pocket waiting for you to listen. Excellent. Is there anything else that you guys want to mention before we go to the next song? Um... Live from the dining room, one hundred. Yeah, we're really, we're really excited for this. I, I mean, I I knew we were gonna go at this for a little. My my, my longest podcast previous to this was like twenty one weeks. This one's at a hundred. Yeah. So I'm I'm really proud of this. I pour myself into live from the dining room. Come hang, come celebrate. We we did it ourselves for a hundred weeks. Yeah, all ages. Bring your family. <laughs> Have you done live shows before? Not as not as live from the dining room. No, no. I mean I, I used to help um, help throw shows with Doll Eyes Productions over at the Warren American Legion, which was why we picked that venue. We, we thought it was it's just 
one of the most well-respected um, venues that I know of, and I, I call it a venue, it's a, it's a Legion Hall, but um, Joe Alaco and everybody over there at the Legion is just, they, they give us the spot for, for like nothing, and we usually, we usually end up making a lot of money for, for the Legion, and um, they appreciate it, and we appreciate it. It's a cool spot, as long as music's done at a certain time, and nobody's throwing beer cans, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's one of the best times, and it's wide open, and you can, you can get some knowledge from the veterans, you yeah. want to go downstairs, get a mixed drink, talk to 102-year-old veteran, eat a chili cheese dog with him, you know, play a game of pool with him if you want. It's great. Usually a dog running around somewhere. <laughs> so it's just a very fitting area, uh, and it's right over there near the Wachung Circle, so it's kind of tucked back in the woods a little. It's fantastic. It's kind of one of the first venues I went to for a local show after regaining interest. Yeah. So it, uh, I appreciate the hell we, out of that We place. almost lost the venue, almost. Uh, they, had, they were having international acts come through. They had Bane. Yeah. play a show over there and they were they threw a couple NJ hardcore shows over there and it almost got out of control but it all it all got pulled back in and our buddy pulled some strings for us and so we're good we got we got it 108 was supposed to play there they uh ended up playing at Flemington DIY this week this past weekend oh wow yeah, I don't know why they they moved it um, could be did the promoter or something uh, we got it too many people <laughs> there's 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 a scare towards towards the eleventh uh, hour, but we got it. So, <laughs> so that's live from dying one hundred. Um, this is I think we're, this is taking us to the end right here, right? Um, Already? Yeah. Thanks for having me, guys. It was a pleasure to talk to you. Gladly. Uh, where can people find your work? Uh, MyCentralJersey.com/slash/entertainment. Okay. Uh, click on the Making Waves column. Uh, Making Waves has its own aggregate site. If you Google uh, Bob Macon, Making Waves, you'll find it that way too. Yeah, you'll you find pop right up all the all the Making Waves columns uh, that have been for the past year. And also, if you're listening to this on a podcast, just tap on the screen right now, and there'll be links right in front of you. Yeah, you can Thank also you. you can check out our Facebook page. We'll we'll have all all of uh, Bob Macon's information posted up there, and and maybe some cool. Some pictures, some yeah. pictures of us standing in, in a room full of maps. Fantastic. Holding our arms this in the air. This is a heck of a room. It really is. I really like that. I love the yingling lamp. That was made by uh, Todd Grossman. Uh, Todd. Stuff by Todd. Stuff by Todd. He makes jewelry, and he's got a machine shop, and he's uh, Plays quite, bass. quite the tinkerer. And he built, yeah, he built a, um, he built, uh, Brittany, a, um, uh, a guitar out of, out of, like, everything i saw that <laughs> it's incredible yeah fantastic yeah he's he's a wild man well keep up the good work guys the scene needs you thank you appreciate you coming through likewise my friend likewise all right uh so this last song we're gonna play is karma bat with a song called last goodbye yeah. uh well i mean you can listen to this episode and all of our past episodes dining room radio.net you can find them on itunes stitcher ios podcast app podbean and other places and yeah that's it oh uh, yeah that's it all right so this last song is karma bat with a song called last goodbye it's got members uh Alyssa Janelle Velveteen, Nikki Nailbaum, Zach Foster, Caleb Walker. Nope. So you guys, Dan Brown. It's, oh, I wasn't done. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's, this band split between Molly Rhythm and Idiot Boy down in Trenton, but um, they're all very active still. But this is Carnabat with a song called "Last Goodbye." Mm-hmm. 
Yeah.